0: Welcome to the All Rookie Podcast. Today is January 17th, 2024, and I'm your host, William Harris, a.k.a. William is Bill. Great to be back with you today to talk about the top 20 NBA rookies in the G League. Once again, previous episode, we did the top 20 rookies from 20 to 11. Today, we're doing the top 10, 1 through 10, so I can't wait to get it started. The last episode was fun, had a lot of feedback on it let's get right into the top 10. But if you missed it, let's do a recap of the 20 to 11 real quick for you guys before we get into the top 10. Uh, Noah Clowney, Jordan Walsh, Mion Smith, Jalen Wilson, Ben Shepard, Amari Bailey, Keontae Johnson, Gigi Jackson, Chris Murray, and Taylor Hendricks was our top 20 from 20 to 11. And now we're going to get right into it. Like is nothing to it with the top 10. But first, I do want to say, as far as the rookies go in the G League, they are pretty dominant. Uh, Four out of the top five scoring leaders in the G League are rookies. That's rare. Uh, So that shows you that they're having no issue at all with scoring and putting the ball in the hoop. And the top rebounder in all of the G League is a rookie as well. And for you that don't know, some people may be unfamiliar with the G League. The G League is not just rookies. It's not just second-year players. There's some veterans. They, Alfred Payton is like 35 years old in the G League. So it's grown men. It's a competitive professional league. And four out of the five rookies are in the top leaders in points. And there's a rookie in the leading category as far as rebounds. And he wasn't even drafted. So the rookies are doing major things. So let's get straight to it like there's nothing to it with the top 20, and now we're in the top 10. So, I kind of have a tie between 10A and 10B. I had to squeeze them both in there. I told you, there's so many rookies playing well. I got to get them all in here, at least give them a shout-out, some recognition. But 10B, (laughs) don't call me a cheater for that, is Colby Jones for the Sacramento Kings. In the G League, he's averaging 18 points, seven and a half fours, four rebounds, two assists, and half of a steal per game. Those 18 points just recently dropped off because of his last game. He had 15 or so um, because he was averaging 21 points per game. So that really had him up in the 10 category. But like I said, no no rookie has played more than nine games in the G League um, that I've seen. Uh, And so the stats fluctuate. Kobe Jones is a 34 pick in the draft. He's um, played 15 games in the NBA, um, and they've played like 35 to 40 games right now. So he's played 15 games. His career high in the NBA has been 10 points. But, you know, in those 15 games, only six of those games he's played in over 10 minutes. So he really hasn't truly had a shot to be productive in the NBA, but he's still shown well. You know, um, Darren Fox is there. So as long as he's there, Kobe Jones is not going to play. And De'Aaron Fox did miss a week or so, but they still have Davion Mitchell and a couple of other guards that are more veteran-laced. And the Kings are a winning team right now, so they don't really just want to throw in a rookie point guard right now. So they're letting Kobe Jones develop in the G League. He's playing well. He had a 32-point game with seven rebounds, eight assists, and five steals all in one game. That's a tremendous game. So that lets you know, I think he's ready for the spotlight. If this team wasn't as didn't have as high hopes, I think Kobe Jones would be getting more minutes. But he's still in a great spot right now, learning for the Kings. Kobe Jones, 10B. 10A, Leonard Miller for the Minnesota Timberwolves. Fell to the 33rd pick in the draft for some reason. I had him as a lottery pick. He's averaging 21.5 points, 8 boards, and 1 steal per game for Minnesota. And once again, it's about opportunity. Their their front court is loaded. They got Carl Anthony Towns, Rudy Gobert, Jaden McDaniels. Um, so it's hard for Leonard Miller. They have uh, Kyle Anderson, I think is his name. <laughs> but it's hard for Leonard Miller to get minutes right now. The Timberwolves are also a competitive team in the West, um, top five team in the West. So he is steadily growing and developing in the G League as well. He does have some things to polish. So it's doesn't hurt him to play in the G League right now. But Leonard Miller is an ideal candidate to be a breakout player. As we've seen, like G.G. Jackson recently, he's finally getting the opportunity. Last episode, I talked about G.G. Jackson. That opportunity was coming. From then to now, it's been a matter of like two or three days. G.G. Jackson has taken that and ran with it. And I think Leonard Miller would be in the same boat if he had an opportunity. Um, he's played five games in the NBA. His career high is seven. But he's still barely played any minutes in the NBA. He's he's truly just developing in the G League. Next, at number nine, we have Hunter Tyson for the Denver Nuggets. He was a thirty-seven pick in the draft. This is a guy who dominated in the summer league. Um, uh, You know, rose tremendously into the draft, coming into the draft from his offseason workouts, his shooting. Really impressed people. And like I said, in the summer league, really turned it out. G- uh, Preseason, played well. But then when the season started, no minutes, no games. He played eight games with no more than four minutes in any game. And that is a little bit surprising because they had a power forward to get hurt for the year before the season started. So I thought there would be some minutes for Hunter Tyson. You know, the Nuggets are one of the best teams in the league. Obviously, we're defending champions. There are going to be some games where they're resting, where they're blowing out people. There should be opportunity for Hunter Tyson. But there just has not came to fruition yet. If you are not keeping up with the G League, you would think, with all that being said, Hunter Tyson, I thought he was good. He must suck. No. He's our number nine ranked player right now as far as G League production. He's averaging 23 points, eight and a half boards, and two steals per game. So, that those flashes that we saw in the offseason are still there. 23 points, eight rebounds. That's great production. So, nothing dropped off. His game is not Uh, crumbled under pressure he's just waiting on that opportunity and it's tough with the Nuggets but that's the boat that we're in right now next number 8 a teammate of Hunter Tyson who's also killing it in the G League with him is Jalen Pickett Jalen Pickett was a 32nd pick in the draft I actually had this guy going late late second or not drafted at all um, because he's like 6 foot 2 And when you're a 6'2 point guard, 6'2 point guard, it's tough to make it in the NBA. But Jalen Pickett is flourishing in the G League. He's having 21 points, 5.5 boards, 9 assists with 1.5 steals. You know, he was the 32nd pick in the draft, like I said. For the Nuggets, his career high is 8 points. And that was when Jamal Murray was injured. He missed about a month. But even with that, happening he was still very limited in action you know he only played 15 games so far only two of those games were in double digit minutes so you know they have Reggie Jackson as their backup point guard clearly Jalen Pickett's future is much brighter but as of now you know Jalen Pickett is finding it hard to get minutes out there but not for lack of talent because he's killing it in the G League. And he's one of the bright spots and big surprises for me. So Jalen Pickett, keep an eye out on him. Uh, Probably next year, if Reggie Jackson's gone, Jalen Pickett will have this backup role. And he will be the best backup Jamal Murray has ever had. Up next, another huge surprise, Ricky Council. uh, Undrafted guard from the Philadelphia 76ers. I had him drafted in my mock. Really talented player. Had him late second. He went undrafted, but he's been the seventh best player in the G League so far. He's averaging 25 points per game, six boards, two assists, one steal per game. That is incredible production from an undrafted rookie guard. That's crazy. I mean, you know, he's stuck, unfortunately, on a team that has championship uh projections, uh, hopes, (laughs) you know, so there's no room for him, a rookie, to be getting minutes on this Philadelphia 76ers team, really no matter how good he is, apparently, because, I mean, he's definitely one of the top seven players in the G League, and he's on their squad. James Harden is gone, but they have a lot of veterans in Philadelphia. So for the Sixers, he's only played one game, and he's played six minutes, so didn't have time to do much of anything. But if there's an injury especially to Tyrese Maxey, maybe for a week or so. I would love to see them get Ricky Council in there because he has truly earned his spot. He is dominating in the G League. So that's a name you may have never heard before because, like I said, he was undrafted. A couple of these guys, they are not big names, you know, that we mentioned so far. Kobe Jones, Hunter Tyson, Jalen Pickett, Ricky Council. These are not lottery picks. These were all second or undrafted players. That's why this show is so important, in my opinion, to get these names out here. So when you hear from them in a month or two or next year, you're like, oh, I I heard that name. I remember him. So Ricky Council. uh, Council, great young guard. And it sucks also that in the draft, teams are losing draft picks, and they're not being replaced. So every year, it's supposed to be 60 picks. The last two years, there's been 58, I believe. Maybe one year was 57. So that's taken spots from players that should have been drafted and now they're not being drafted they're just going straight undrafted so it's much harder journey believe it or not if you're the 59th 60th pick in the draft you're still a draft pick it's much harder for those guys that are undrafted to get playing time they're looked at as afterthoughts but if you draft it you looked at with a little bit more of a glimmer in your eye so i'm very proud of ricky council that cannot be a name that is forgotten Next up, now let's get into the lottery, guys. <laughs> we got a few coming up. Jairus Walker for the Indiana Pacers, averaging t- almost 24.5 points per game, 4.5 boards, 4 assists, 1.5 steal, and 1 block per game. Jairus Walker was the 8th pick in the draft, very highly coveted. It just recently came out that the Pacers are in talks to try to get Pascal Siakam, but what they mentioned was There's one guy off the table, and that's Jairus Walker. So they clearly see a bright future for him. They do not want to trade him. And he's showing you why in the G League, you know, he finally got some real minutes in the NBA on January 15th, and he uh, scored eight points, four boards, four assists, um, four blocks, four steals, excuse me, and two blocks. And, you know, that's incredible uh, production in limited minutes in the real NBA, you know. But, you know, other than that, he's only had two games over 20 minutes. So those minutes could ramp up. You know, if Jalen Smith gets traded, Isaiah Jackson could get traded. Any number of players could get traded to uh, open up space for Jairus Walker. And, of course, if Siakam comes in. But they clearly have Jared Walker in their plan for the future. He's a name to look out for, just like Gigi Jackson was, like I said, last episode. The trade deadline may open up some opportunities for these guys. And even if it doesn't, just when you hear the teams talk about how this guy is untradeable or he's he's not on the table to be traded, like we that means they really see a future for them. They like what they're seeing in practice behind closed doors. They see a role for them in the future. And Jairus Walker, even though he hasn't hardly done anything yet in the NBA, he's got the 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 guys that matter, he's he's in their good grace, and rightfully so. He's been playing very well. Up next, Cam Whitmore, Cam Whitmore, sneaky Cam Whitmore. You know, in my stats on, uh, you know, I, let me tell you the the um, site I'm looking on, Basketball Real GM. He is not even listed as far as rookies in the G League, so I almost missed him on my list. And I'm like, hold up, Cam Whitmore is killing it right now in the NB in the actual NBA. But there was a time he wasn't playing. Uh, he was in the G League. And, you know, in the G League, he was averaging 26 points, seven boards, three assists, two steals, and one block per game. That's domination. That's, I mean, he fell to the 20th pick in the draft that was a travesty. <laughs> there was no reason for that. Everyone had him as a top 10 pick. I was lower than him on most. You know, a lot of people had him fourth or fifth. I had him, like, seventh or eighth. But to fall to 20 was ridiculous. A lot of teams are kicking themselves for passing on him because what he showed in the G League, he translated right into the NBA. And he's playing very, very well in the NBA right now while they have numerous injuries. Uh, Tari Eason is out. Uh, He's passed up. My guy, I can't even think of his name right now, but that tells you everything you need to know. Jay Sean (laughs) Tate, you know, and, you know, Nixon next here and there. Or allow Cam Whitmore to show what he can do. He's dunking on everybody, dunking with aggression, uh, very athletic. And on top of that, the most important thing, we knew the athleticism and the body, the NBA body was ready, but he's shooting 39% from three. That is a big surprise for me in the G League. That is not his game. So he's made a huge improvement from college to the NBA. I believe him falling in the draft has got him more dedicated. In the second half of the season for Cam Whitmore, it's just stock on the rise. And most importantly, he had a 42-point game in the G League as well. So he's beyond the G League. He should not be back in the G League. Get this man NBA minutes from now on. Cam Whitmore, number five. Number four, and I'll tell you, this is tight. It's a lot of guys with great stats, and I'm having to put them one through five. Some of these are 1A, 2B, 3B, 4B. So you can give or take five or four right now. But I gave number four to Kobe Bufkin, guard from the Atlanta Hawks. I'm loving how he's playing, especially after coming back from injury. He only played two games early on for the Hawks and injured his hand. I believe he broke his thumb or broke his wrist or something. But he's back now and balling in the G League. He's had a 34-point game. He had a streak of five out of six games over 25 points. So he came right back from that injury looking better than ever. In the G League, Kobe Bufkin is averaging 24 points, five boards, six assists, one and a half steals, and one block per game. Now, I said 24 points per game. It was 26 points per game if I would have did this podcast yesterday. I tell you, these stats fluctuate. So, uh, sometimes my rankings like, oh, I'm about to do the pod. I got to move somebody up and down. But in the general gist of things, that's a great all-around game. And this is a guy as well. I mentioned it with Jairus Walker. The Hawks are in the trade market. Thinking of getting rid of DeJounte Murray, maybe DeAndre Hunter. What they did say, though, is Kobe Bufkin is off the table. He's a guy they see in their future. And they do not want to trade, so they clearly have plans for him. And that's what I saw. You know, Coming into the draft, I had Kobe Bufkin around, I think it was my Seven, six or seventh ranked player in the draft. And my comparison to him are Tyrese Maxey. So if he just needed an opportunity, as long as DeJounte Murray's there, he's not getting that opportunity. If he's gone, if Trey is gone or injured, Kobe Bukin is just stock up, up, up. So look out for him. Rise on the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, I love his game. I can't wait to see him get more opportunities. Once again, trade deadline important for Kobe Buffkin. Number three, a name you would not expect. The next three names are names you probably wouldn't expect, but this young fellow was undrafted, and he's with the Chicago Bulls. Ada Adama Sanogo, the big man, went undrafted. Unbelievably, I mean, he was a great rebounder in college. He's just slightly undersized. I think he's six nine. I think he's six nine. Could be six eight. And if he was seven foot, he would have been drafted. I feel. But he is averaging, Adamo Sanago is averaging 26.5 points per game, 12 boards, almost, well, half a steal per game, and 1.6 blocks per game. It was two blocks per game until the last game. But 26 and 12 as a rookie, outrageous. And as I told you earlier, there's a rookie leading the G League in rebounds. It is Adamo Sanogo. Um, in the NBA for the Bulls, he's only played three games so far, which is Hardly any at all. Like we're not in week uh game ten, game fifteen. Like I said, we're close to game forty right now. He's only played three games. And Bucevic has been hurt. I don't know what the holdup is, but he's had a career high for the Bulls of eight points. But you know if you put Adama Sinago in the game, he's gonna be a rebounding machine. It's interesting to see what this Bulls team is gonna do. Are they still gonna try to compete? Are they gonna try to develop their young players? Because they have Julian Phillips as well playing amazing in the G League, just hasn't played a ton of games in the G League. Adama Sanogo, undrafted, playing amazing. So the Bulls got two great rookies in this year's draft class, and they only had an early second-round pick. That is great drafting. Now we just have to see it translate to the NBA. And I'm wondering if I should touch on this Bulls topic. A lot of people are up in arms about how the Bulls fans booed Jerry Krause even though he passed away. They showed his wife on the jumbo Tron. If you're a Bulls fan, you you know why Jerry Krause was booed. Uh, like, for the people that don't understand, it's, it's funny, but it was truly devastating that his wife was on the screen and saw that because, you know, her husband has passed away. That's her husband to her. But to Bulls fans, he's the guy that broke up the dynasty being cheap and being egomaniacal. So, anyway, I had to touch on that. But the Bulls are in a great spot right now with these two young rookies. And Adama Sanago is the number third-ranked rookie in the G League so far. Let's get him in the NBA. Number two, one of my favorite prospects in the whole draft of this year, if not my favorite, Imani Bates. Imani Bates is averaging 27.5 points per game, one steal per game, 0.5 blocks per game. He is playing incredible, shooting the lights out, playing like we wanted him to in college. He showed flashes <clears throat> and you know, he played at a small school in his second year in college. So, a lot of that, those scoring outputs were frowned upon like, oh, well, he's at a small school, he's got super talent. Of course, he's gonna do that. That doesn't impress me. So, that's why he fell to the 49th pick in the draft, which was ridiculous. But Imani Bates is lightening up, showing everybody what I've seen the whole time. That's why I had him around. Pick 15 in this draft, maybe the 15th best player in this draft, and somehow he fell to 49. It makes no sense. Um, he's played 10 games in the NBA, only two games with double-digit minutes, though, and his career high is 9 in the NBA. That was early in the season. Right now, he's struggling to get minutes. I mean, I, I think the Cavs should play him. Uh, he, just like Gigi Jackson type of situation. Only thing with Imani Bates is he's really skinny, but The game is there. The offensive game is there. You may say the defense needs to improve. But get this man on the court. He's ready to play right now. He had a 38-point game in the G League with six rebounds. And to get those 38 points, he had eight three-pointers. So that's what the NBA is about. Length, shooting, he's got it all. Uh, Being able to create your own shot, create for others. Um, You know, you want the assist maybe to be there. But, I mean, he's not perfect. He's not Kevin Durant. But, you know, this is a guy I compare to uh, Brandon Ingram. So if he continues to develop with the Cavs, they can have a star in their hands. It's just a matter of if they want to get him in the game this year or next year. We all know the Cavs are not going anywhere. They're trying. But get that man on the court. <laughs> Especially with um, Evan Mobley is out right now. So that's just an open spot for Imani Bates. Yeah, he's not a four. Exactly. He's more like a small four. But still, there's minutes to be had. Get the young fella out there. He was their only draft pick, 49th pick in the draft, and they hit a home run with the second leading scorer of all players in the G League, Imani Bates. Now, number one, you're like, who is this? Which lottery pick am I going to hear from? Which top name has he not said yet? Well, that name is Jordan Miller, a name you may have never heard before today. (laughs) Jordan Miller, super talented guard from Miami. He was in on a team with Isaiah Wong. That Isaiah Wong got all the publicity from Miami. But when I watched the film, I saw Isaiah Wong's film and Jordan Miller's film. And Jordan Miller looked way better than Isaiah Wong, and that is still happening to this day. Uh-huh. Isaiah Wong is, you know, he's playing solid in the G League, but Jordan Miller, the number one scoring player in the entire G League with almost 29 points per game. That's insane. Eight rebounds, two assists, and one steal per game. Let me say that line again. Jordan Miller is averaging 29, eight, two assists, and one steal per game. And he was the 48th pick in the draft. There are guys in here that were in the lottery that couldn't dream about averaging 29 points per game in any league. (laughs) So, you know, Jordan Miller, he's just unfortunately on the wrong team. He's on the Clippers with four superstar players. Say what you want about Russ Westbrook, but Jordan Miller's not getting in the game over Russell Westbrook. Uh, You know, Jordan Miller's a shooting guard, but still there is no minutes for Jordan Miller on this rookie team. He's played four games in the real NBA. The most minutes he's played is four. So there is no shot. (laughs) Um, if he was on a rebuilding team, like the Wizards, um, the Pistons, uh, any team like that, oh my God, look out for Jordan Miller, but he's on the Clippers. So fortunately for him though, his game is developing tremendously. He had this in him. Um, there's another guy, uh, Amari Moore, maybe I can't remember his name right now. Just as talented, um, but he hasn't put it together yet in the G League like Jordan Miller has but this is is, it may not work out for this year but his game will trust me be better for next year I don't remember his contract right now but a lot of guys drafted this late on a two way or one year contract so sometimes they end up going to another team the next year they're having Sharif Cooper he was with the Hawks and then he went to the Cavs and he's like what they drafted him but when you're drafted late your contracts are not three and four years, so we'll. I'm very interested to see what Jordan Miller is going to do the end of the year. If they start resting guys, if, if Kawhi or somebody gets hurt, it's a small. I don't think it's high hopes. It's a small chance Jordan Miller gets some burn, but next year is going to be when it's truly promising for Jordan Miller from Miami, with the Clippers as of now. But he's your number one rookie in the G League. So let's go over ten to one Re- one more time, real quick. Before we get out of here 10b was kobe jones 10a leonard miller number nine hunter tyson number eight Jalen pickett seven ricky council six jairus walker five cam whitmore four kobe bufkin three Adamo Sinogo. two imani bates one jordan miller so that recaps your top 20 g league rookies thank you all so much for following me watching the show subscribing, liking, all that good stuff. You keep me going. It's been fun to bring this topic up and redo a little bit more research on the guys in the G League because everyone wants to focus on the NBA, but I want to focus on the rookies in general, and they are killing it. And if I didn't mention the top five rookie scoring leaders, I told you it's four out of five are rookies. Jordan Miller, 29. Imani Bates, 27. Adamo Sanogo, 26. And Ricky Council with 25. And for assists, he's not top five, but number six with Jalen Pickett. Rebounds, leader of all players in the G League, Adama Sanogo at 12. So the rookies are killing it. Can't wait to see what happens the rest of the season. I'll be back with an update on the rookies in the NBA coming soon. Until next time, I'm out of here. Peace.